Hey everyone, and welcome to another Team Gomez podcast. <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm Maria. And we are sort of still like in the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Um, we just finished Maria's birthday. She did her birthday episode. Ooh-hoo. That was awesome. Uh, this month, we're talking about overcoming obstacles. Hmm. Um, and so uh, before we start, I want to give our usual disclaimer. We are not professional counselors. <laughs> um, by all means, if you feel like you need professional help, by all means, seek it. But our goal here um, is that we're just two people who love each other, who love God, and um, just want to encourage and stir people up. So we pray that we do encourage you, but by all means, this is not any kind of legal advice. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to say that up front because we're going to be talking about, again, just obstacles and lessons that we've learned. And that's what we're going to focus on today. But again, these are our stories. So, and God has spoken to us and led us in certain directions. The goal here is to remember that for you to pray and for your circumstances, your situation, uh, to try to hear from the Lord on where he wants you to go and what he wants you to do. Um, That's just our two cents, but let's get started. Let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) Now, of course, we are currently drinking that Bustelo good stuff. So we're kind of feeling it. We're probably going to be very joyful during this episode. But praise God, that's what it's all about. Um, I would like to say, side note, I love my wife. (laughs) Um, So... Um, do you want to start, my love? You want me to start? Should I start? You start? You can start, Bobby. Let me, okay, let me start. I would have to say my biggest obstacle that I've had to go through is when I've had, when I came down with the Lyme disease. Now, here's mm. the thing. Um, initially, it wasn't Lyme disease. <laughs> initially, it was something else. And um, my, or I should say some of the females in my family, of the, my aunts and my mom, uh, deal with this thing called fibromyalgia, which is an ex- unexplainable pain. And so in my mid-20s, I would experience unexplainable pain. But it would keep me to the point of like paralyzing me. So like there would be mornings I wouldn't be able to get up. I couldn't move. Uh, my body would just be completely stiff. And it would last, it would, it would be that way for just a few hours. And I would have to call on work. Like, I couldn't do much of anything. I would call if I had to use the bathroom. Um, during this uh, time, uh, it just became so consistent. I ended up seeing a doctor for it. Um, and he was like, it could be fibromyalgia, but, um, which is a diagnosis, a diagnosis of an unexplainable pain. There's several tests that have to go. They have to rule everything else out. They want to make sure that the pain is actually unexplainable before they say it's fibro. Wow. So, um, so they just didn't want to like um, say it off the bat, like right, I can tell, or I can like tell. misdiagnose you, right? Um, so they, I, I went through a few different tests. I was constantly having to call off work. Um, they put me on several kind of like muscle relaxers. Oh wow. And um, other kinds of medicines that would keep me from work. Um, there were times I had, at the time, I was living with some roommates of some young teenagers I was mm-hmm. mentoring at the time. And I ended up moving in with them. Um, and right when this right when this thing hit me, and so there were times where they had to like help, you. help me and take care of me wow. in a the sense they had to like feed me, 
and uh, a couple of times, unfortunately, I'm just going to be transparent. They had to help me get dressed. Wait, so they had to feed you? Yeah. Like you couldn't even couldn't, lift up your arm to like up pick arm. up a spoon? I was completely paralyzed. The pain had me paralyzed. Completely. Wow. Um, and so it was just a really hard season. In that moment, I was just like, I was like trying to believe God for mm-hmm. like a miracle. Yeah. Because I don't know what was going on. It wasn't like this for like three months. Mm-hmm. And it was just back and forth to different specialists trying to rule out or figure out where this pain is coming from and why is it so serious? Why is it so severe? Um, and I just, I doubted a lot about God. And then there was this moment, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there was this moment where I had my prodigal son moment and I just mm. gave up on trying to live for God. Mm. And I decided in the moment, like on the days where I felt good enough to actually get out the house and whatever right. the case may be, I was going to live completely in the flesh mm. and just do whatever I wanted. And, and I don't really care how God feels about it. And, um, wow. yeah, I fell into the spirit of fear. Mm. Like, uh, you the gave doctors, into it. I gave into it. The yeah. doctors were telling me at this particular point, because I was seeing so many specialists at the time, that if this is going to continue on and I can't go to work, that I might have to look into getting wheelchairs and being mm. on disability or like and not cane. working. Yeah, I was already walking around with a cane. Oh, wow. Um, in, the, in, in, the, in, this, in the middle of the season like of being sick, I was already walking around with a cane whenever I could walk. And so they were like, if it gets worse... And, you know, what's worse than having to do cane, crutches, yeah, wheelchair? Yeah. And then because uh, I, would, I wouldn't have the ability to work, they would put me on disability. And then it's like, I was like, man, where's my life going to, like, at the time, like, I was serving God, what, what I felt like I was serving God. Right. You know, and I was just like, I didn't, there's nothing, I, I, didn't, I don't think I did anything to deserve this. Right. But it, I think for you, you must have felt like, I don't see a future. I don't see, So yes. I'm going to miss out on so much, which is such a lie from the enemy, right? Like, exactly. it's like, oh, you're going to miss out, Anthony. Yeah. Might yeah. as well do you. Why yeah. you? Why you steady here waiting for God? He, look at you. Uh, yeah. You cripple. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? I oh. fell for, I fell for all of that. And so I had my prodigal son moment. And wow. whenever I would go, whenever I was feeling better, I'd just go out and be rebellious towards God. And um, and there were moments where I felt like God was with me. Yeah. But um, and whenever I did feel that, and I felt had like a tugging to like just stop out going being out there like doing yeah, what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just completely like, eh, I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to do it anyway. I was so Dang. deliberate. So I was so deliberate. Being... Mm-hmm. And um, months and months and months and nothing's getting better. Nothing's getting better until mm. a new symptom showed up. And I went to my doctor and I was like, well, now this is starting to happen. And he just gave me this puzzled look like, hold on, I'm going to send you out for one more test right now. And then I'll have the results in a week. Let's schedule that one. And then... Because I think this might be it. Yeah. So he scheduled me to go do a test, um, a blood, some blood work, whatever. But they're testing me for something very specific. Hmm. And so um, when I came back for my results, he was like, so you tested positive for Lyme disease. Wow. And for anybody who doesn't know what Lyme disease is, it's Lyme with a Y, not an I. L-Y-M-E, in case you try to Google it. Lyme but disease. I tested positive for Lyme disease. What Lyme disease is, is it's bacteria from a deer tick bite. Mm. 
Wow. So the bite from a deer tick, the bacteria from that bite latches onto your nerve endings, Whoa, which causes the, which causes the pain. Uh, the thing is that they actually have to be sitting dormant in your system for a while for it to get that serious. So I have no idea when I actually got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You could have um, got it at like I could have got it any time. And less than half of deer tick bites actually have... Um, a bite mark where you know or it swells like right, a mosquito right, bite right, or it right, itches. Right. Like when a deer tick bites you, more than half the time you'll never know it. There's because there's no showing of it. Dang. So so yeah, I have no idea when I actually got bit. I have no idea how long this stuff was in my system, but it had to be in my system for a while. Right. For, for you it to, to be affect paralyzed. My, yeah. yeah. Um, for people who go so long without it getting treated. Um, in the early stages and it gets it does get worse it does can cause some some disability also the uh, bacteria ends up uh, attacking the brain and might cause even some illusions like wow. some people yeah, will have yeah. like illusions and um, the doctor was telling me about the story about this you mean hallucinations hallucinations thank you um, this doctor was telling me about this uh, famous football player that had that came down with Lyme disease and um, he had a hallucination that um, he saw somebody in the street and in the middle of the expressway. So he ran out in the middle of the expressway or in the street to try to save this person. But nobody was really there. Oh, and he ends no. up getting hit by a truck <gasps> or something like oh, that. Oh, no. But he had a hallucination. Yeah. And so he and because the bacteria, again, it's, it's just attacking the body. So anywho, at this particular point in my life. It was still at an early stage. Right. So very quickly, he's like, this is simple because it's a bacteria thing. You can just. That just take some antibiotics. Yeah. They gave me, he gave me one thing of antibiotics. When it with, like after a week, I was fine. I was back to normal. So mm-hmm. I went three to four months of testing and, and paralyzation and doubting God and trials. That was like trials, your trial period. All this other yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then um, going through all these emotions and all of these. Uh, I did, all of this crap just to be like oh it's just bacteria here and a week later oh. I'm fine now granted of course this could be prayers being answered but like in the long run I can see like even the church I was going to um became distant with everybody at the wow. church yeah yeah uh, people at the church after a while they just stopped checking on me because you know out it's of one sight, thing, out yeah, of mind, yeah. out of sight, out of mind, and you know they got they got their lives to live, mm-hmm, and they got their money mm-hmm. to make, and they got their ministries to run. Right. If I'm not a part of anything, I'm just at home. You know, yeah, people yeah. just stop checking up on you after a while. Um, and so my circle of friends got smaller and smaller and smaller, <sighs> and um, yeah, like that was the biggest obstacle I've had ever had to face in life. But through that obstacle, it's taught me the most lessons. God has showed me so many different lessons in yeah, this particular yeah. situation. And it all came down to when I got better and I started going back to church. At that time, the church I was going to, I was, I was loyal to my church regardless. And then so I started, I went back to the same church and they were preaching. They were on the book of John. And um, I just so happened to catch it during a time where the, the um, pastor was sharing the gospel in this amazing way Mm. in a way that i've never heard it before and god was able to show me in that moment that through my mess he never left me that's right like his love for me kept him near me yeah and that 
that right there, like, it completely broke me. Like, because many times that I felt like I turned my back on him, he was like, I was still there. Mm-hmm. Like, I was still with you through every step, through every sin, through every selfish decision. Um, like, I never gave up on you. Yeah. And um, I was, I encountered the gospel, even after being saved and serving in ministry for so many years and da 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 and becoming this prodigal son and having mm-hmm. this prodigal son moment and coming back, um really experiencing the father's love like i have to say that i experienced the gospel in that moment for the first Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. completely rededicated my life and um like i've i've never been the same since um but that was the biggest obstacle and there's just so many lessons in there that Mm -hmm. i can go into but Mm -hmm. i don't even think we have enough time (laughs) but (laughs) by all means uh, for anybody who knows me who's listening to this episode you know and they have you have questions or want to know more by all means, I have no problem. I answer. Yeah, I'm completely yeah. open book. I'm totally transparent about this kind of stuff. Besties, you can become <laughs> friends. Yeah, um, totally transparent about this kind of stuff. But God has taught me and showed me so many lessons. He's, I've experienced His love. You know that that first Corinthians is love. Yes, it's um, love is patient. Love is kind. You know, I that's the first time I ever experienced stuff like that. I learned so much. I learned so much about my selfishness how selfish I could really be. Um, a lot of lies got exposed in that moment. All those mm-hmm. lies I was believing, I was believing about like this being the end. It's only going to get yeah, worse. And, yeah. Like it really exposed a lot of lies from the enemy in that season. Like, um, oh man. But I got to say like, that's the hardest thing. And I can honestly say that it's been, it's been just a, amazing adventure with god ever since then Mm. like having gone through that i feel like there are still a lot of hard things i can go through but in this moment to where i am in my life right now that has been the hardest Uh. and um but i praise god i praise god that he got me through it i lost a lot of friendships in that season i that was the time i was mentoring some teenagers or i had just finished mentoring some teenagers and i think my reputation with them got tainted during the season yeah yeah um i can only imagine because they saw me in all of my rebelliousness yeah you know, well they that, saw you like in a dark place they saw me in my, yeah. in my weakest moment yeah and um so i'm pretty sure all, all, all of my friendships in that area have been affected in that season mm-hmm. um god delivered me from so much um I don't I'm trying to get emotional or anything. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's the hardest thing. And there's so many lessons I've learned through that. Like I can go and I can start ranting. Like, I feel like I've already been ranting, but I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's the caffeine. Um, but yeah, so this is good. Yeah. I feel like there's not a lot of people that know that story. No, too. they don't. And this is such a good, I think what's so good about you sharing is, this is where people get to know the vulnerable us, right? Like yeah. the like, oh wow, like I didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know? Because I don't think people will feel comfortable to ask, like, hey, what's your biggest trial, you know? Yeah. Because it's more of the like, I just want to respect, you know, boundaries of like, I don't want to be asking too personal, uh, personal questions if mm-hmm. I don't really know you, but. Right. I think this is a like a free space like this is just a space where we can just be open and honest and it's a judge-free zone like this is just what look at what god has done right like he turned ashes into something so beautiful Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so 
What about you, my love? <laughs> what about me? In your life, what are some In of like my the life period? What has been? What are some of the like best lessons God has taught you through some hard circumstances or through Ooh. your biggest obstacles? Man, there's so many. Okay, you know, side note, I was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I still am, but I'm a beautiful hot mess, okay? Yes. <laughs> so if you want to join the club, join the club. Yeah. It's the hot mess, still beautiful club. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we're always growing and learning, right? But right. I think the hardest, ooh, it wasn't even... I'm not going to say my parents, like having parents, because that wasn't even hard. The hardest was when I actually got out of foster care mm-hmm. and I was already a year living on my own. And um, because I was trying to be a good Samaritan, I had one of my best friends used to be. We wouldn't call ex-best friend because we, we don't even we don't even talk. Yes, <laughs> we don't even talk anymore. But yes. my ex-best friend, um, his cousin, older cousin, mind you, she was way older than I was. She was going through some stuff. And he was like, man, can she stay with you? You know, you're a Christian. And mm-hmm. doesn't Christian help people? Right. And I'm like, yeah, of course. But being so naive, you know, like... I was like, yeah, sure. So I actually had her live with me. Mm. And mind you, you know, I didn't know anything about having a roommate or anything. Because I just, I'm still learning how to be an adult and just take care of myself. Right. right? Um, But it was kind of cool having like this older woman kind of like big sister mom figure Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. So we actually got a bigger place because at that time I was going to this vocational school to get my license to be a beautician yeah. uh, cosmetology and I was working as well at Target <laughs> <laughs> trying to make that money that Target um, so it was so it I thought like wow this is great you know mm-hmm. I have this you know roommate and she's so sweet and so nice and um we moved into this bigger place and everything was under my name, mm-hmm. you know, because she had like really bad credit. So I remember um, we had to like, you know, at that time they just started like doing paying online. Mm-hmm. Like that was like super like, ooh, you know, because we used to mail everything at the time or make yeah. money orders. So she was like, you know, Maria, I had to. So because I worked and went to school, I didn't have time to like do bills and stuff, you know? So she was like, don't worry, I got you, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm like, oh, okay. So I would give her like in order for her to sign us up. I had to give her my debit card, you know, and my social security Side note, people, don't be giving your information to nobody. <laughs> Do you understand? That's yeah. that's one lesson I learned. Yeah. <laughs> and I learned the hard way. But um, in my naiveness, I'm like, okay, she's paying the bills while I'm... She work hard. I, I felt like I was working hard for the money and she was just, you know, paying the bills. And so everything's going great. Yeah. You know, it's, we're like five months in and all things are great. I got to meet one of her friends and I shared the gospel with her. Like things were like 
-hmm. they look so glorious from the outside right right? i had the day off this was on a tuesday i had the day off so i was like you know what i'm gonna have god time you know i'm gonna do my homework yeah and the lights go off oh like the entire lights like not my room the kitchen and i'm like mind you it's it's kind of like springtime so it's still pretty light outside yeah you know it's like six seven o'clock and it's still light so i'm like man this is weird and so i go to the power box to see because we were on the first floor and our power box was in the kitchen gotcha so we try to i tried because she wasn't even home i tried to and nothing was happening so i called comment and i was like hey um I'm just calling to see what's going on because our lights went off and they were like, well, you haven't paid a bill since you moved here. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm looking like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So what was hard is I was giving her money to pay the bills, but she wasn't. So I confronted her when yeah. she got home. Right. And I was like, hey you think we could talk and she was like about what and I said I just called ComEd and I want to know what's going on because they said we haven't been paying the bills but I give you money every month to pay the bills so what's happening right and she did not like that she didn't like like the fact that I confronted her of course so then she throws this tantrum and Mm -hmm. starts she flushes my my $300 contacts in the toilet Mm -mm. then Okay, I love makeup. You don't mess with my makeup. She started like <laughs> throwing my makeup on the floor. Mm-hmm. She like was flushing them down the yeah. toilet. Yeah, so she got so upset that she called my pastor oh, and yeah. was like, You need to get this girl out of here because I'm about to kill her. Oh, so geez. my pastor, in a frantic panic, came and picked me up. And he was like, you need to leave. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, this is my apartment. Yeah. And so because, you know, he was at the time my authoritative. He's Mm -hmm. like, I have to take you out of here. I'm telling him I have no place to go. I have no family. Where am I going to go? Right. He's like, don't worry about that. We'll figure it out. So they're steady packing my stuff. He got two guys to move my bed. Like, he's literally moving me out of my own apartment. Wow. So we moved out. I moved out. Yeah. And um, I'm staying at this abandoned building. I've shared yeah, most on, of like, the story. Episode one. Yeah. <laughs> check out episode one. You'll get um, the, more in depth. Uh, so fast forward. I'm still contacting her because now Comrade's trying to get me for money, threatening me like they're going to take me to court. Right. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm contacting her like, you need to give me this money and cough up. So I someone helped me put like a block towards like my information or like credit. Mm -hmm. Then I find out that she opens multiple credit cards under my name, you know, and um, maxes them out like. I was so upset. Then she was taking money because she had my account information. She was taking money out of my account, which it was. I was like, this is not happening. It was it was getting from like ugly to Mm -hmm. worse, like the worst. And then what was hard is we went to the same church. Right. Mm. And I would have to lead worship looking at her praising the Lord, which 
man that was so hard for me because i was like how dare she worship the lord Mm. i'm looking at this girl like how dare you worship the lord and you doing this to me right right and then like god bless you sister (laughs) i wanted to punch her i'm like (laughs) and my heart was so ugly like i was on the stage worshiping like father i'm so angry at this woman yeah that i remember i was hanging out with one of my friends and we ran i ran into her at at a currency exchange and wait how long ago after the fact was this um like a month ago okay it was like i saw her Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't even acknowledge her right i was so mad at her that i was like i'm not saying hi to you don't be god bless you sister me and you stole like all my like you're stealing from me right and then you're gonna be hypocritical and try to be churchy right i was like girl don't like don't try me i'm gonna stay safe right Right, now right so a month later i ran into her her at at the the currency currency exchange because i had to deposit a check because now this time i'm trying to transition to close my account so that she won't so i have access yes so i ran into to the currency and she starts getting vulgar with me like i'm about to like beat your blah 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 and she got so close to my face that I remember walking into the car and I'm praying and I'm mm. like, Father, she can curse me all she wants and she can be loud and ratchet and do all this stuff. I just don't let her touch me. Right. I don't care what she does. I please, Father God, protect me. Don't let her touch me. Right. And um, I'm sitting in the car and I'm praying and she spits in my face like like a big old noogie, like Oy. in my face. And I'm like. And at that moment, I'm like weeping because I'm like, this is how Jesus felt. Mm. Like, ooh, I'm going to start crying. This is how Jesus felt when people were talking about him, making fun of him. Like, yeah, I was in his seat. Like, I felt what he felt, you know, and my friend looked at me and he was like, Mamria, you are a saint because I would have beat her. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was being ratchet. Yeah. But I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? So I remember I went home and I said, Father, I need help. Mm. I have no one right now. I don't know who to talk to. My right. pastor, I was kind of mad at my pastor too because I felt like he, like he wasn't, condoned the situation. Yeah, like he wasn't helping me. Like nobody was helping me. I'm trying to figure this out, right? Right. And um, even the people that try to help me, they couldn't because it was just like, man, this is just very complicated. Yeah. And I remember the Lord's like, you have to forgive her, Maria. And I'm mm. like, I will never, never. I was like having this discussion with God. Like, how dare I? Right. Yeah, like, right. I'm like, God, she has stolen from me. Not even my, I don't even care, but she's stolen my identity. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's. Oh, the Lord was like, I, you have identity in me, Maria. She hasn't stole anything. You mm-hmm. are a daughter of the king. You're not that Maria anymore. You right. are mine. You are co-inherited. Like, you are my adopted daughter. And I was like, man, God, I need a new heart. I can't forgive her. Mm. I can't. I don't even want to go to church. I don't want to worship. Because the fact that I have to see her every Sunday worshiping you. And all these things that she's doing. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's like, that's not your job to judge her, Maria. It's mm-hmm. not your job to condemn her. It's not your job to. Th- that's my job. 
And didn't I say that vengeance is mine? Mm. Didn't I say I will repay back? Yeah. That's not your job. Your job is to love her and forgive her. So I remember it was an Easter Sunday. And he was talking about, you know, how... You know, when you present a gift to the Lord and you have an offense with your brother, mm-hmm. yeah. go make that right. And I remember we were just singing this song um, by Israel Holton. I forgot the, the the name of the song, but I remember coming down off stage and I went up to her and I said, I can offer my worship as a as a as an offering and have this offense towards you. And I'm weeping. And I said, I release you. I release you and I forgive you. And she looked at me and she was like, I don't need your forgiveness. And I said, well, that's fine. But I I need to make things right. Not with you, but with the Lord. Yeah. Because this is what he's telling me to do. And we don't have to be friends. But I just want you to know that I've released you. Yeah. And I have no offense towards you. And it was hard. Like I that that year, years, two, three years was just it became so difficult because I couldn't live on my own because right. of what what has happened. Right. Like right. she's stolen my identity. I had horrible credit. Right. So when I moved in with my roommate, Lydia, things had to be in her name. Yeah. You know, so I it was little by little where I had to, you know, kind of figure out what am I going to do. Right. But yeah, that was that was hard. That was the hardest. And I mean, you know, people are like, "Oh, but wasn't foster care the hardest?" Like, nah. I mean, yeah, it was hard, but this particular point of- Yeah, because there's there's an extra weight on it. Yes. Because now the difference between 20 year old you and 22 early 20 mm-hmm. you and teenage you yeah is the you fact that you don't were understand. you didn't know jesus yes yes you and didn't I know wasn't jesus saved. and you weren't saved Mm-mm. so now in your early 20s knowing jesus now there's this extra i don't want to say pressure but there's this extra responsibility Billy, yes to 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 love your neighbor as yes yourself. And to forgive yes. them like like nothing like mm. they never hurt you. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, God, I can't. But then is that's where the true test come. Yeah. Like don't be saying, don't be sitting here saying you follow me, love me. You see, it's so funny how we can praise the Lord and like, yes, God, I adore you. I'll give my life to you. I'll do Yeah. But it's like you say you'll do whatever I tell you to, but he asks us the simple thing. Forgive, and you're like, Ooh. heck, nah, I'm not forgiving her. Do you not yeah. understand what she did to me? I think and it, God's yeah. like, it's so simple. Yes, it's it's the simplest things don't um, aren't always the easiest. No, things. no, and it's like God, I will, I will die a martyr's death for you. And God's like, okay, but where you go, forgive? Them. Yes, like let's go, let's go handle this first. Forgive like your before neighbor. you go physically die, yes. can you die to yourself right now? Yeah. And go hello, hello, presente, <laughs> come on. And it's and I felt that like when I would do worship, God's like, Maria, you're sitting here judging this girl, and look at you. Here you are worshiping me, and you got mad offense. You're judging. You're judging my child. Yeah. Because regardless, whatever you may feel, she's still my child, mm-hmm. and I still love her. 
oh it makes me think when peter was like but lord what do you what about john it's like my it ain't none of your business what i'm gonna do with john <laughs> you focus on what i'm yeah. telling you to do that's right i'm like oh so that's yeah crazy. that was that was one of the the most hardest things oh my god but i'm kind of glad that i went through that yeah because i learned so much and i felt like my relationship with god became so much intimate and closer mm-hmm. i want to be on good standing with him so i'll do the hard thing yeah will it take me a while yes because i i could be stubborn i'm like nah <laughs> You better, she better apologize. You better, you better get it together. Yeah, I'm like, why can't she come up to me? She hurt me, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I was like that would be a lot simpler, Jesus. Right, and God's like, but I'm not asking her. That's so. That's 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 so important. That right mm-hmm. there. How when it all comes down to it, how much do you love the Lord? He allows the trials to happen, and it's not because He's punishing us, but it's like. It's just something that he's trying to show you or expose something in your heart that you can't even see. So he allows this hardship so that you can actually pay attention to what's actually happening. Because we get so consumed in the in the moment, like, man, God, why is this happening? Like, you mad at me? Did I do something yeah. wrong? But you got to kind of take yourself out of the picture and look at the the big, the bigger picture, right? The right. bigger situation of like, okay, wh- what's really going on, God? Like, give me eyes to see what you want me to see. Like, what do right. you, through this trial, what do you want me to see? Or what do you, what are you trying to show me? Right. You know? Like, so that I can learn, okay, 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 now I get it. I Now I understand. I think it also highlights the fact that the dealing, like, living this Christian lifestyle, living a life that's all in with God. Yeah. Isn't all peaches and cream. No, it's, it's not. It's not all, Mm-mm. like, give your life to the Lord and your whole life will yes. be, and, and, like, and full it, but of it blessing. Will. But here's the thing is that's like, but, true. No, but not in the way the world understands. Yes, it. no, for sure. For like sure. it is like being with Jesus, like it does make life better. Why? Because now he's a part of it. But it doesn't mean like, oh, now that you're with Jesus doesn't mean like all your problems are solved. Mm-hmm. Like, no, if anything, God is going to give you some problems in the process. And, well, he's going to also allow it. Why? He's to make problems. room for growth. Yeah. Right. He's so into he pruning. You, he's yes. into growth. He's into maturing. He's into purifying. And. You know, that stuff comes through trials. I remember somebody says, um, so I heard I heard uh, my old pastor used to say, like, God doesn't teach anybody sitting in a lazy boy. Hello, come on, that's good. Like, you're going to have to get about that lazy boy. You're going to have to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He teaches us in uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that's you today. Hmm. You're going through something and it's getting really uncomfortable. Yeah. Or maybe you've gone through something that's just been really uncomfortable. Like, if that's you, if you've gone through something, you have your story, you have your trial. It's healthy to look back on the goodness of God mm. and to give him praise. Like, Lord, mm-hmm. thank you for delivering me. Mm-hmm. When I saw no way out, you made a way. And if you're in the middle of a trial, if you're in the middle of a circumstance, like... We have our stories, but there are people out there with stories about, like, terminal diseases, 
uh, family members dying from yeah. COVID, yeah. from other diseases. There's people with miscarriages. There's um, people with fam- uh, um, uh, teenage gangbang shootings. Right, right, you know, right. And um, people just going before their, at a young age, what we feel like would be before their time. It's There's so many people going through so many different things. Um, but the truth is, even in the midst of all those things, Jesus wants to walk through it all with us. He desires to walk through it. He wants to show you his love in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the obstacle that has to be overcome. Jesus loves you. If you're listening to this, anybody who's listening to this, regardless what season you're in, Jesus loves you. Forever and ever. (laughs) (laughs) He desires to go to to be eternity with you, Mm -hmm. for you to have eternity with Mm -hmm. him. It starts with surrendering, surrendering to the process. And even when there's trials, to not give up on God, because he's not giving up on you whatsoever. He's going to be with you the same way he was went through everything with me and even when maria was going through all of her stuff god stayed with her and taught her and and helped mature her through it that's god's heart god's heart is about going through things with people out of relationship right like he's not going nowhere right and so also that invitation is open to everyone here everyone who can hear my voice the the invitation is open to allow God to walk through every mess with you. Right. To, to allow God to walk every mess through with you. And because um, he loves you and he wants to do it because he's a relational God. Mm-hmm. He's a relational father. But he also wants to walk like he a wants- close friend. Like, yes. Like your BFF. And yeah. he wants all of you. Not just... Well, God, you could take the easy stuff, you know, like you could have this and this. Yeah, but don't um, take this offense because I'm holding on to that. Yes, yes. God's like, I want that. I want that offense. Mm-hmm. I want, I, I wanna... want those fears that you carry. Yeah, I want those anxieties that you feel. I, I want it all. I, I just want to consume all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Jesus just loves you. Yes, he Like, does. we just love talking about it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's what we do. We love each other. We love Jesus. That's what we talk <laughs> Amen. about. Amen. Um, but yeah, so that invitation is open to everyone listening, mm-hmm. knowing that God has not forgotten about you. He's not forgotten about your request. He wants to walk out every situation with you. If you would just allow him and acknowledge him through it, I promise you it's going to be better. Um, may not solve your problem, but you will get through it with some peace and some joy and some hope um, if you just rely on him and allow him to love you through it. In the meantime, in between time, this is Team Gomez saying saying we love you as well. We love you. All right. This is Anthony. This is Maria. Signing off officially. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.